The opinions expressed on Vincentian Voice are solely those of the guests appearing and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the Sisters of Charity of Nazareth or of Vincentian Collaborative System. Welcome to Vincentian Voice, a voice for seniors and their families, with Vincentian President and CEO Nick Vizaka. Since 1924, Vincentian has provided compassionate care to Pittsburgh area seniors. You can learn more about Vincentian at www.vcs.org. If you have an idea for the show, email Nick anytime at CEO at vcs.org or call 412-548-4054. That's 412-548-4054. Vincentian. It's all about living. Hello and welcome again to Vincentian Voice. I'm your host, Nick Vizaka. Our guest today is Laura Poskin, Project Manager of Age-Friendly Greater Pittsburgh. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So I think this is going to be a really fun half hour that we have here at Age-Friendly. I know what it is. I mean, Laura and I, we, we met at a conference and we talked about you know, how Vincentian can potentially collaborate with, with Age-Friendly Pittsburgh. But maybe, Laura, maybe you can explain a little bit about what Age-Friendly does. Sure. So Age-Friendly Greater Pittsburgh is all about making our neighborhoods more inclusive and respectful of all ages. So I'm just starting to look at houses in the Pittsburgh area. A lot of them were built in 1910, 1915, 1920. You know, back then we weren't living until we were 100 years old. So a lot of our infrastructure in the city doesn't quite accommodate this length of life that we have. And so what Age Friendly is doing is really trying to think about how we can make it more inclusive for everyone. So a sidewalk that works better for my 84-year-old neighbor is going to work better for me as a 34-year-old is going to work better for my niece who's four. So it's really thinking about how all ages can participate in the life of Pittsburgh and Allegheny County. You know, it's interesting because I think it's not only, I mean, we'll get to this later on, but it's not only the sidewalks and the exterior of the house, but it's the houses themselves. I mean, to your point, they're 100 years old, three-story usually, you know, not equipped with elevators, obviously. So it's difficult even for them to get around in their house. But I think one of the important things, one of the things that Vincentian and I really push for Vincentian is some of the incredible partnerships that we've gone ahead and forged at Vincentian. And I know that's something that you and Age Friendly Pittsburgh has done a really good job of with some of the biggest names in Pittsburgh. Maybe talk a little bit about some of your partnerships. Sure. So Age Friendly Greater Pittsburgh is an initiative of SWIPA, which is Southwestern Pennsylvania Partnership for Aging. It's been around for 27 years, all people who are working in aging. And so a lot of those key partners are the main players for Age Friendly, people like United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania, Presbyterian Senior Care Network, UPMC Health Plan. The list goes on for those people. But we are really lucky that Hillman Family Foundation and specifically the Mary Hillman Jennings Foundation is our funder for the program. So I think it's you know one of the things that we wanted to talk about. It's not just, like you said, United Way, but it's some of our own colleagues in the business, right? So you mentioned Presbyterian Senior Care. I know some of them, and I think it's wonderful that everybody's looking at this from every angle possible. It's not just one senior living component. It's everybody, and I think that's great to get everybody to the table because really it affects all seniors, not just seniors living in these senior communities, but also that are living still independently in neighborhoods such as Bloomfield, Lawrenceville. And I know that that you guys have done a lot 
in those areas. I was actually stuck in traffic one day on the Sorry. Bloomfield Bridge <laughs> when y'all did a sidewalk or a crossing to, to raise awareness. I think maybe talk a little bit about that because I thought that was yeah. really cool. So the crossings are our pop-up street performances. Some people call them flash mobs. <laughs> um, sounds like you were kind of going there. And it's all about raising visibility around crosswalk safety and how challenging it can be for people of all ages. And so the Bloomfield Bridge intersection, anybody who has been in that intersection knows how hard it is to navigate and how hard it is to navigate as a pedestrian or as a driver or as someone on your bike or someone who's pushing a stroller, anybody. So what we do is we have these pop-up performances that really, instead of being really serious and, and writing letters and making noise in, in a kind of confrontational way, we really like bring joy to the intersection and say, hey, we're all here together. We blast James Brown music. We have crazy signs. We make hats. So we are like yeah. dancing in the intersection and closing it I thought it, it was down. a circus. I yeah. didn't know what was going on. <laughs> it thought, is. And like, so we've done, yeah, we've done three of them so far. So we yeah. did one East Liberty, one Lawrenceville, and one in Bloomfield. And we're doing three more this year and a wonderful group called Lively Pittsburgh is responsible for putting those on. And I should just go back and say real fast because I mentioned a lot of the groups in aging working on this, but what's really cool is that a lot of people who are not in aging are working on this work. So like the Port Authority of Allegheny County has been right. very supportive. The city, the county, you know, people at the government level, but then like, you know, just brand new people like the Pittsburgh Ballet Theater that's thinking, hey, we have a lot of older people who come here, people of all ages who are interested in the ballet. How can we really like bring this opportunity to everybody? Yeah. And I think, so you mentioned Port Authority and some of those others. And I think we've recently collaborated and I'll just give you an example. So the Allegheny County, I mean, we got a grant, a CITF grant to do some work in, in our homes. And also with the city of Pittsburgh, we received a grant with the help of Councilwoman Teresa Kale Smith. CMU, we did a really cool project where they actually analyzed the gate and monitoring of the gate of seniors to see they could predict when falls were going to happen. Uh, most recently, and I know you and I have talked about this, is with LaRoche College. We are really trying to push hard on intergenerational opportunities uh, we have their design students coming out to one of our homes and actually collaborating with us and giving us their ideas and putting a fresh spin on it and looking at it through the eyes of seniors. So these students are very excited and looking at social isolation, which is a big problem. And technology, I think that's one of the things we're really trying to introduce into our homes. We we had K4 Connect come and we do some work with them in our independent living, the villages there. With those residents, we're doing a pilot with 10 of them, and it's going fantastic. At first, we thought, you know, this is going to be a little bit tricky. Older folks, they've jumped on board, and it's great. And, you know, UPMC, obviously, we have them as a partner, along with Highmark. But with UPMC, we use a, a kiosk, a health kiosk for our seniors. So I think that, you know, we're trying to to do a lot of that, too. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. And I know that we've talked, and I know you're excited about the LaRoche thing. But, you know, what are your thoughts from your perspective as an outsider looking at we are so impressed by Vincentian and Vincentian, I mean, you're one of our new partners and we are, you know, a lot of the work that we dub as age friendly has been going on in the community for a long time. And to hear all the, the fantastic things that are happening that you're bringing to life, I think bringing different generations into this conversation is essential because, again, it is about all different generations. And I think the technology piece, 
the technology boat is sailing. So, and, and to be a part of it and to also think that, you know, people of all ages can benefit from the technology that is being built here in Pittsburgh. So I think Vincentian is really doing a fantastic job of jumping on board and really being in the forefront of all the work. Yeah, no, thank you. And I think, you know, one of the things that we talked about that was really cool was the study abroad. We'll get into that a little bit more later, but, you know, it's students from La Roche that are going to different parts of the world, you know, like Cuba, like South America, China, and potentially having some of our independent seniors tag along, which is very intergenerational and, and very cool. But and super innovative. I have never heard of anything like that happening anywhere. So yeah, so hopefully that'll take off and it goes well. And I know that Age Friendly Pittsburgh recently released a three-year action plan, which is really exciting. And, and maybe after the break, we can delve into that and talk a little bit about what that means for Pittsburghers of all ages. Um, we'll be back right after this. When you or someone you love needs to recover from surgery, a fall, or illness, trust Vincentian Home in McCandless, recently rated five stars by CMS. Enjoy personal attention in a state-of-the-art rehab center with a caring, knowledgeable staff and amenities like private rooms and restaurant-style dining. You'll be well on your way to recovery. Click vcs.org or call 412-548-4100 to learn more. Vincentian Home. It's all about living. We're back with Laura Poskin, Project Manager of Age-Friendly Greater Pittsburgh. And before the break, we had mentioned that Laura's organization recently released a three-year action plan, which is extremely exciting for us. I got a chance to read through it. It's very detailed and very comprehensive. I think it's really cool. So, Laura, why don't you tell us a little bit about that plan? Sure. So the plan is a culmination of two years of pretty intense planning. So we had 100 plus organizations at the table, but we also reached out to residents of all ages to make sure that this resonated with them. So our plan really, it has three focus areas, access, connection, and innovation. And we are just thrilled to get this out into the hands of people who are working in aging and people who are quote unquote not working in aging. Right. Although I think that everybody I works think we're all in working aging in aging, right? Because we're all yeah. aging. Right. I mean, every single one of us is aging. So if you or work at least with, we hope to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should. We're lucky if we are right. able to age. So, yeah. So I think one of the terms that's in your plan that we use a lot too is age in place. And I think it's something that you highlight throughout the plan. It's an important part of our strategic plan at Vincentian, our three-year strategic plan. And we're looking to redefine exactly what it means to age at home or age in place. And it's one of the things with our new development, Vincentian Terrace Place at Vincentian, you know, 90 units, independent. And that's why I said we had all that technology come in because our goal is We don't want you to come into independent living and then when your time to move to the next level of care comes, you have to leave your residence and go elsewhere to receive that level of care. We want to be able to make your apartment, your home adaptable to your needs and allow people to stay active as long as they can when they're in our communities. But I think we also want to do that for folks who are independent currently living in their own homes. You know, so how do we bring those services to them? So I'm just curious to get your take on that approach and what you think it means to really to age in place and stay at home. So we know that 90% of older adults want to age in place. And by place, we know that that's more than just 
your home. Yeah. It's more than your house or your apartment. It's the whole community. So we really think about it as aging and community. And I think that Vincentian does such a great job of making sure that places that are within the proximity of your space, you know, you're really engaging with them and making sure that the wonderful work that happens in the facility goes out into the world sure. and vice versa. So aging in place is really being able to like access that community that you love. And so with age friendly, that's what we're all about aging, aging in place and letting people just have opportunities their whole life. So I think one of the things now that you said that, and I just read a really interesting story. I know that we always go back to the centurions and where these blue zones are across the world. CNN just did a big feature again, and they did it all on the island of Sardinia. And I know I keep going back to that, but it's my Italian roots and that's where I, I'm comfortable and that's where I'm going. But one of the things that they brought up was a word that you just mentioned was community. So I think when you look at our homes currently and where they are, you know, in Green Tree, in Morningside and in the North Hills, there's a lot of activity going on around them. And I think what we're seeing more and more now is folks, when they retire, they don't want to be put out the pasture, so to speak, and live out in the country. I mean, that's great. I mean, some people, that's what they know and that's all they know. And that's wonderful. But I think a majority of folks, when you look at it, they've lived in Oakland, they've lived in Lawrenceville, they've lived in Bloomfield, they've lived in Shadyside, and they're used to getting out and walking and, and seeing activities and doing things. And I think that's where we're fortunate. All of our homes are right around the hub. I mean, McCandless, you know, McCandless Crossing is right there. You've got retail, you've got restaurants, you've got movie theater, you've got a lot to do. It's very lively. It's the same thing in Green Tree. You're right there close to Mount Lebanon and Dormont. And so there's a lot that, that's going on. And I think people really like that community aspect of it. But one quote that's in your report, and I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm going to read this. It's from a gentleman named Bob, who is from Oakdale. And he says, you know, an age-friendly community is important to me because we need interaction, not only between older people, but between people of all ages. And again, we mentioned LaRoche earlier and how Vincentian is looking to partner with them and doing a lot of intergenerational. But you know, what are your thoughts on, just like I said, to your point, Bloomfield with the flash mob, you've got a lot of young families moving into Bloomfield. So how do you incorporate and how do you make that in a community that really gels together? That's the challenge, but yeah. that we're up to that challenge. I think it's all about connecting some of these newcomers with the legacy residents. And, you know, what you were talking about, I think about my grandfather who lived until he was 96. He lived in Ebensburg, Pennsylvania. So just down route 22, but he was a fixture in his community. Right. He owned a clothing store. He was the sponsor of the little league teams. He was very proud to be one of the few Jewish men who are Jewish families in <laughs> the area, but he always would have like these religious conversations with people of all different faiths. He was a big part of his community. And then suddenly when he got to the point, I don't know, like early 90s, sure. it was just really hard for him to access that community anymore. And what a shame. It's a shame for my pop up, but it's a shame for the rest of the generations around him who could learn so much from him. And so I think that's what we're thinking about as far as being able to have this social interaction not just for older people and among older people, but really bringing it to all ages and just making sure that that opportunity is there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, and I, I've talked about this before, there's so much that our younger folks can learn from 
the generation that's been around for a long time. And But on the flip side, there's a lot that that older generation can learn from the younger generation, whether it's technology or just the way things are done today. And, you know, you, you brought up your grandfather and, and I always use the example of, of my grandparents who, you know, we grew up in Oakland and none of them drove. Not one of my four grandparents had a driver's license. I mean, they're fresh off the boat here from, from Italy, which I'm proud of, but they walked to everything. And to your point, they were a fixture in the community. You know, if my grandmother wanted something, you know, when I was a student at Pitt, I'd always catch her on the street or on the boulevard walking to the store to make sure she had food for me when I'd stopped over at lunchtime. But by doing that, she also had that social interaction with, you know, the, the neighbors and the young kids and you know, she was fortunate enough that, you know, when she did pass and she was 86 years old, she didn't have dementia or Alzheimer's. But I think a lot of that was, you know, staying active. I mean, I, I joke because my grandmother, I, I tell people she, she had calves that would make anybody envious, but the woman walked everywhere and she would get around and, you know, she was like the mayor. You know, she knew everything. Yeah, everything that was going on. So but I think, you know, Pittsburgh truly is a diverse city. And I think I'd like to talk a lot more about that because I know that age friendly Greater Pittsburgh has some thoughts on that. But we'll do that right after this break. When you or someone you love needs to recover from surgery, a fall, or illness, trust Vincentian Marion Manor in Greentree, recently rated five stars by CMS. Enjoy personal attention in a state-of-the-art rehab center with a caring, knowledgeable staff and amenities like private rooms and restaurant-style dining. You'll be well on your way to recovery. Click vcs.org or call 412-548-4100 to learn more. Vincentian Marion Manor. It's all about living. We're back again with Laura Poskin, Project Manager for Age-Friendly Greater Pittsburgh. And before the break, we were discussing how Pittsburgh truly is a diverse city. And as Laura brought up, not just Pittsburgh, but you know, even where her grandfather lived in Evansburg. I mean, it, it's everywhere, these small communities. And I think that's the beauty of Pittsburgh. Each small community is a little almost country in and of itself. I mean, you've got Little Italy and you've got Germantown, you've got Polish Hill, and you have all these communities. And I think that there's a lot of diversity within the city of Pittsburgh. And I think you, Laura, and Age Friendly Greater Pittsburgh have done a great job. Um, and maybe you can go over some of those numbers and what, what you found. Sure. I mean, as far as diversity goes, I was actually just at a CMU class speaking yesterday and somebody asked me, one of the students asked me, so what would you say is a typical routine for an older person? And it was, <laughs> right. Good luck. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually very endearing because she really meant it. And I, I just said, well, you know, you're going to be meeting some older people. I think ask each older person because yeah. each person is going to say a different answer for that. As far as, so across race, across gender, across sexual orientation, all sorts of things. Right. You know, there is so much diversity as far as our, and so that kind of diversity relates to the diversity of experience that we have in experience and aging. And so as far as age diversity goes in Allegheny County, we are 17% ages 65 and older. So nationally, that number is about 13%. So we are already higher than right. than most. And also in gerontology, we know that if you're 20% or more ages 60 and older, that's considered a super aged society. So you were wow. talking about Italy. I think Italy is there. I think Japan is there and a few others, but we're all going in that direction. So it's going to be soon that, you know, one 
one in five people as ages 65 and older. And that's because of, you know, baby boomers aging. Sure. And I think so, it's interesting you said that, though. So when you mentioned Italy and Japan, again, these are areas in the blue zones. And if you look at those seniors, those are active seniors. And I think as people continue to age, when you get to 65 and older, you shouldn't slow down. If you're physically able to still continue to do those things, there's no rule that says you're retired. Stop. I think that, you know, I see it a lot. You know, I have relatives in the construction business and, and things like that. And literally, it's like, why are you still working? You know, you're 74, 75. We have friends. And the answer is always the same. Well, if mom stops working or dad stops, they'll die. This is all they know. And this is all that they know how to do. So why do we put these rules around? You know, you retire, you stop. Exactly. It's not fair. No, like, no. Keep, keep doing I think, it. you know, if you do want to retire and stop, that's your prerogative. Sure. But you should be able to have opportunities for you to do whatever it is that you want to do when you retire and when you're in your 80s or 90s or however long you or however long you're lucky to live. Right. You know, so. Yeah, no. And, and actually, it's interesting because uh, we talk about intergenerational and I just had the opportunity. I met with one of our donors this past week and we met at Bakery Square. Bakery Square is a great place. And, and we were joking and she's older. And I said to her, you know, as a kid, I remember driving through here when we lived in Oakland. I said on a hot summer day, you could smell the cookies from the Nabisco factory that was there at, at Bakery Square. And, you know, it brought back memories for her also. But as I'm sitting there and we're sitting in a coffee shop and I'm, I'm looking around, I'm seeing like this mix, right? So Bakery Square has all these young people and you've got Google in there and you've got UPMC in there. And then you've got these older folks that have lived in the community forever. So now you're sitting in a coffee shop and you see this mixing, right? And, and you see this intergenerational talk and it's just organically happening. I love that. You know, and we don't have to actually work too hard at it because it just happens. Mm -hmm. But I will say that, that one of the things that, and you brought it up, you know, one in five, but, uh, you know, we've heard the statistic, 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every day, you know, hitting that age bracket. And we've talked to, and I think I've, I've also used the phrase over and over again, I can't say that I created it, although it would be nice, I could trademark it, but, you know, the silver tsunami, right? So a lot of people think of it, you know, when you and I talked, you had a different perspective. You're like, oh my God, it's this bad thing that's coming. It's the tsunami where I'm saying, let's turn it around and embrace it. What are you're your like, thoughts? You're like, let's ride the wave. Let's <laughs> ride the wave, right? Let's let's ride this wave. Of, it, it's a silver tsunami. It's coming. And you know what? It's a challenge, but let's embrace it. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Well, we're definitely on the same page. I think we worry that the term silver tsunami indicates that this is like death is coming and there's where we should be scared and ah when really we and you agree with me on this we see it as a real asset oh like my gosh, these yeah. are these are older people that come with career expertise and buying power and they bring so much to our communities economically and socially and really just making sure that the sidewalks are open to them that buildings are open to them that housing options are there transportation options for people to really participate in life and I Actually, when I was, you know, thinking about coming over here, I was remembering that my grandmother used to have a T-shirt that said "Life: colon, Be in it." And exactly. I just, and that's like what it—that's what it is all about. Like life, be in it, but like be allowed to be in it. Like let's help you be in it. I completely agree, and I think to your point, one of the phrases that we've coined when we had our strategic plan was 
it's all about living and, and that's life right it's not the next chapter it's, it's no just keep living keep- i saw that in your e-signature and i wanted to mention it i really like that yeah so it is it's all about living and aging i mean aging equals living like that's the same thing like my four-year-old niece she's aging i'm right. aging you're aging we're all aging so let's embrace it right. and let's just figure out how to include everybody yeah and again i think it goes back to you know how do we address it how do we do this it's the three pillars that you mentioned earlier that in your strategic plan. You know, it's access, it's connection, it's innovation. I think it's something that we share with you. And I think another quote that, that comes to mind, so you can see that I did read the strategic plan, is from a woman, Joanne. And Joanne is 79. You know, she's from Shaler. And she mentions how important it was to have community and just know that somebody's there. I think that's important. It's a peace of mind. And I think that's what we bring, what Vincentian brings to the game. And I think that's what a lot of these seniors want. They don't want to be socially isolated and left out. It's a peace of mind knowing that somebody's there, regardless if it's a 30-year-old or a 70 It's a community and somebody's there. Absolutely. So I am involved in a program that's part of the action plan called Open Your Heart to a Senior. It's a United Way program, and it matches almost 2,000 volunteers of all ages with older adults in the community to do things like take them on rides, like rides to the grocery store or whatever, or do grocery shopping or do visits at home or taking them out in the community. So I'm matched with a woman in Morningside who is 92 years old. She is not, never married, doesn't have any kids, has a huge network of family that are in the area, but not with her every day. So I think, you know, being a visitor for her, it makes my day. I absolutely love it. I don't have any family besides the folks in Evansburg that are an hour and a half away. She's my family in the area. So for me, it's been fantastic. And I think the idea of just, you know, building these support networks around people. And that's what you all do at at Vincentian. And, you know, that's really what we're about at Age Friendly Greater Pittsburgh. So listen, so I think we've talked a lot about Age Friendly Greater Pittsburgh. And I want folks to learn more. So where would they go? If people want to learn more about Age Friendly Greater Pittsburgh, what do they need to do? So on our website, we have the action plan and more information just about Age Friendly in general. And it's swippa.org slash age friendly. So swippa is S-W-P-P-A dot O-R-G slash age friendly. I think that's great. And unfortunately, I wish we had more time, but that's all the time we have today on Vincentian Voice. And I want to thank Laura Poskin, again, our guest, who has been fantastic and given us a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much, Laura, for being our guest. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for having us. And everyone that's listening, thank you for listening and have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to Vincentian Voice, a voice for seniors and their families with Vincentian President and CEO Nick Vizaka. You can learn more about Vincentian at www.vcs.org. If you have an idea for the show, email Nick anytime at ceo at vcs.org or call 412-548-4054. That's 412-548-4054. Join us right here on Talk Radio 1320 next Sunday at noon for the next episode of Vincentian Voice.